Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I want to ask you, do you believe in God? Because that, I think that's a good question. It's a kind of philosophical one, isn't it? Do you believe in God? Because if you believe in God, you believe in life after death, you believe in all that stuff that goes with it. So do you believe in a God? By the way, he doesn't have to be the Catholic one. You know, he can be the Muslim one, he can be the Jewish one, he can be the Church of England one, he can be whatever one you want, but they're all the same. He can be whatever one you want. Do you believe in a God, a higher power of some description responsible for your destiny? Hmm. The number is 87 8 That's 87 8 Do you believe in a God? Let's do a little survey. I love surveys and polls. So I want you to WhatsApp or text right now, a yes or a no. Do you believe in a God? Yes or no to 87 8 He could be the traditional guy up in the clouds with the beard or a girl. Whatever you think yourself. Or he can be Allah, or he can be anybody. I don't know. Or he, whoever the God happens to be that you believe in, I'd like to hear about it. I don't, I'm not going to disrespect your God. I don't believe in a God, but I'm not going to disrespect your belief in God. I don't have to respect your, belie- your beliefs, but I can respect you and your belief, if you know what I mean. Anyway, that sounds confusing. Let me go to Tom. Tom, you are on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Tom? Hello, sir. How are you? How are you doing, Tom? Tom, do you believe in God? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty... Uh, I'm afraid not. Okay. I, 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 I've lost it quite a while ago. Don't apologise. You almost sound like you're apologising for not believing in God. Uh, well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I suppose about 15 years ago, I discovered people like Christopher Hitchens and Richard Dawkins and Sam Harris. Christopher was amazing, wasn't he? I mean, he came to a very sad death, sadly, with cancer. But he was amazing. You know, you know I have to say, I listen to him a lot. Richard Dawkins, I've listened to him quite a lot as well. But I actually thought Christopher was such a wonderful man with words. Absolutely, um, absolutely amazing, and it made me th- it made me think for the first time about that particular subject because all my life I never questioned it. Um, everybody went to mass where I where I grew up. Um, everybody believed, or at least said they believed. But then I started questioning, and I thought, if you ask yourself three or four basic questions, it falls apart immediately. There's absolutely no valid evidence to support no, there isn't. And, None whatsoever. But, so but, but, I, I but that's what they call just, blind faith, isn't it? You have to have faith to blind, believe in God. Absolutely. But tell me one thing you cannot believe using faith. There's nothing you cannot believe using faith. You can believe absolutely anything, and it's not a path to any kind of truth. It's just a, a way of making... Pl- it's not a virtue either. It's absolutely, it's absolutely gullibility as far as I can see. Yeah, you know? see, I'm a bit like it's you. Like I'm, a, I'm a gold standard guy. You know, in other words, if yeah. I have to believe somebody or something... I have to see the evidence to back it up before I believe it. Absolutely. And, and all the religions that we've made up, which all of them are made up, they're all man-made. And the 10,000 plus gods that we've invented over the last three or 4,000 years, they're all made up. And there's absolutely no reason whatsoever to believe in the one that you've been indoctrinated to believe rather than the other 10,000 gods. I mean... Depends on no where you were born, really, doesn't it? So, <laughs> it depends on where you are born, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but here's the thing. So what, what, Richard Dawkins once said that he wouldn't... Now, I, I was surprised to hear him say this. But he said, I, I think he was maybe somewhat being sarcastic, but he, he did say he wouldn't rule out the existence of a god. And... and, and uh, I, yeah, but you... Because you, you can't, you you can't, can't honestly out, say it doesn't exist either. Absolutely, but 
look at it this way. You can't rule out the existence of Puff the Magic Dragon. or oh, you, you can't, can't rule out the existence Spider-Man. of the Easter, the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Spider-Man. I saw, I saw movies about Spider-Man. That makes him more believable than, than any god, you know? Yeah, well, so, Mar- in fairness to Marvel, fact, Marvel movies, they do make it believable, in fairness, you know? <laughs> If something is if something is unfalsifiable, I mean that's a massive hole in it straight away. If if you have to believe in it based on no evidence and you can't falsify it, I mean that, that's just a ridiculous proposition. And I think nobody with a functioning brain should even consider it. But you cannot underestimate the the power of indoctrination. And mm. unfortunately, this, this our our church and our state are still doing it, and it's absolutely, I consider it child abuse, you know. Well, Stephen Hawking, who was supposedly the most intelligent man in the world, um, did once say that anybody who believed in God lacked intelligence. Now, I, I think that would be patronising and unfair to people, because I know, well, I, I know yeah, very intelligent probably, people who believe probably. in God, too. Um, mind you, I find it difficult. I, I remember going back about five years ago, I, I was talking about this, and a guy came on who was a UCD um, professor, and he was a professor of theology, and he believed in God. And, ah, and, 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 theology. Yeah, but, but anyway, <laughs> he could he, tell you how many angels dance on a pinhead. <laughs> yeah. But he was but a really he, no, he was a really nice guy, and he was extremely intelligent. You know, he was a tutor and everything else. But then I said to him, you know, I said, "Do you really believe that Moses, or not Moses, the uh, other Noah, and his family built yeah. an ar- built an ark for one point seven million land faring animals?" And you know, and looked after them for forty days and forty nights, and he said yes. And I said, yeah, and and, and, and I find that, that mind blowing that somebody could believe that. And, and Noah was over nine hundred years of age when he did it. I mean, these people didn't die at thirty years of age that you would expect them to die from simple illnesses two thousand or thousands of years ago. These people lived to be nine hundred plus years the, of age. I mean, let, let's I be mean, clear: if Noah and his family were building an ark out of wood, wherever the part of the world they happened to be in they'd still be here today with their Bronze Age tools trying to put it together. Yeah. I mean, there was only four of them, for God's sake. So so realistically, it, it wasn't possible. But here's the thing I say, right? Uh, to be fair to Christians, it's a nice story. It has an origin. It's I remember, a lovely, it's comforting story. Yeah. Absolutely. And I watched a documentary one night as to where that story came from. And it was when the banks of the River Nile flooded, there was a pharaoh who built uh, a raft to save his family and his oxen and his sheep. And the story probably just got exaggerated throughout the years or something like that. So, that, but I think that's how those stories come about. They get exaggerated. It's Chinese whispers. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, we don't we don't have a clue who wrote any of the Gospels. They, they are all anonymous. They've been translated. They've been interpreted. They've been retranslated. They've been edited. And then the Council of Nicosia decided what stories are going to put into it. I mean, it's all fucking, it's all made up. It's all absolutely made up. So... Mm. People, people don't read it. That's the issue I have. And absolutely, when I started reading these guys, the next thing I did was to read the Bible, and I thought, "Oh my God, how can this be a good book?" No. You know, where yeah. God command God commanded His chosen people to kill the Canaanites and the Medianites and all these. He says, well, kill well, the we, men, kill the kill the women. Well, different times, I suppose. You know, in the original Old Testament as well, wasn't there a suggestion that if your daughter was raped? That you know you should give the rapist, or the, the rapist gives you fifty shekels and marry her, sure everything will be grand. You know, and so married her. I mean, how is how is that a good book? And how is that no, a but, good book? In but anyways? again, you, you must... have to, you have to take into consideration the times. You know, people we, we didn't live in a civilized society the same as we do now. Although that's questionable by times. But, but do we say there for a second, Tom? Let me go to James as well. James, you're on Ireland's Classic. It's Radio. How are you doing, James? Good evening, Niall. My and good to talk to you. My favorite Christian. In the whole world. 
As distinct from the angry Christian. <laughs> As distinct from the angry Christian, yes. He could be on yet now, Niall. Oh, don't tempt him, please. I couldn't be dealing with that tonight. It's too warm. I'm in the studio here and the heat is is overwhelming because the air conditioning is not working. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so, oh, Lord is right. Um, <laughs> James, you believe in God. I, by the way, James, are you surprised? Well, you're not surprised to see the drop in the census and people uh, leaving the Catholic Church and leaving the fold. I mean, over the last three censuses, it's dropped by probably 35%. I mean, it's quite a lot, isn't it? Well, uh, I'm still quite happy with it now at 69%. Mm. And I think that 69% has been kept up by our recent ar- arrivals now. Like the Polish people who are very devout Catholics now, and they're a very large part of the population now. Mm-hmm. And also the Filipino people who are very, very devout Catholics now. Yeah. There's quite a number of them here now. We have in my own neighbourhood. I have a Filipino family, and they're very devout Catholics now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're helping to keep up the numbers. Okay. And of course, you know. And, well, well, okay. Uh, well, talk to Tom there because Tom, his argument is: How can you believe something that you actually can't see or prove? Oh, there's a lot of mysteries in the world, Niall. The world is full of mysteries. Things yeah. that cannot be explained. Yeah, I'm one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you and Padraig now. Yeah, me and Padraig. I'm, I'm one of the mysteries of the world. But, but Padraig last night. It was good to hear him again now. It was. He was funny last night in fairness to him. But, yeah, very, but, very modest man now. Yeah. James, <laughs> James, uh, he is, by the way, he's a religious man too, by the way. Oh, yes. I know. I'm a big admirer of Padraig. Yeah. Straight talker now. Yes. And a very devout uh, Christian. Yep. And a very, and a patriot. Yeah, he is a patriot, all right. Uh, so, so James, convince me uh, and convince Tom, because clearly we're both atheists. Convince me, like if if you only met me for the first time and you wanted to convince me that God existed, how would you how would you go about that? No, I wouldn't even try now because all I can say is that it was a gift given to me probably by my parents, and outside of my late wife and my parents, was the greatest gift that was ever given to me. Now. Mm. And uh, it's been nothing but a huge help to me in my life, a huge comfort. And whatever happens when the day comes when I'll be going, which might be far off. Ah, would you stop at that, James? Don't say that to me. You worry me. You upset me when you say things like that. When that day comes, I'll find out when I pass over. And if you're right now and there's nothing, nothing at all, except oblivion. Yeah. Uh... You were going and to I can't s- be disappointed now. Yeah, but you, you were going to say you'd come back and tell me, but you wouldn't be able to if there's nothing. <laughs> well, I, I, one thing that worries me, now, will I be able to hear the Nile Boylan show still over on the other side? I'm sure, do I'm, sure we can, I'm sure we can get a podcast going up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, uh, if I go over and there's nothing now, I, I can't be disappointed. And if there is, well, then, 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 then I was proved right. Mm. So one way or the other, I can't be disappointed now. Yeah, well, and, well I mean, Tom, sorry, would you not hedge your bets, Tom? Because... Like, listening to James, who I've listened to for the last 12 years on this radio station, you know, he's a good man, he's a nice man, he's not, there's no... There's no evil in his heart, you know, and, like, he's nothing to lose. When he goes to the pearly gates, if they're there, well and good, he'll go in and he'll be happy and they'll welcome him in with open arms. Whereas if me and you go, Tom, we're getting turned away, like, you know, the guys with the white socks going into the nightclubs years ago. We're getting sent down to Beelzebub. So would you not hedge your bets, Tom? Oh, Jesus, where's Tom gone? Tom, are you gone? 
He's dying. <laughs> He's gone to the pearly gates. He's not gone already now, is he? Well, <laughs> absolutely not, because that's actually called, that's Bla- uh, Pascal's wager. He, he was a French. Am I here? Am I on? Oh, you are, yeah. Oh, John! Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I tell you what I'm going to have to do. Do me a favor, both of you a second, because, well, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pop you there onto that line. Can you hear me now? Oh, that's far better. That's much better. Okay, it's okay, John. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so that's actually what you just brought up there is Pascal's wager. Blaise Pascal was a French mathematician and he thought, yeah, if you believe in, if you believe in God, you're better off because if he's real, you'll be rewarded. And if he's not real, you have nothing to lose. But if you don't believe in him and he's real, you're screwed. And if you don't believe in him and he's not real, you've not, lost nothing. But that only works for one God. There are, tens, there are tens of thousands of them that have been put forward over the last... Yeah, ten thousand years, and absolutely none of them are real. So if you go to, if you but you're, but you're you saying there, they're not real. I'm saying they're not real. But to James, it's absolutely very real. Absolutely, he uh, he said something interesting there. He said it was a gift from his parents. Yeah. So was the the Easter. So was the Easter bunny, and so was. I, I don't don't. But, yeah, I don't. But, say that. No, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, I know. Both of, mean, them are supported yeah. By, both of them are supported by the same amount of evidence, which is absolutely zero. And I listen to you every night, and that your caller there, I like him. He's great. He puts up a good argument. He does. But he does not need to be superstitious or to believe in a magic man to be good. And in fact, I would say that's a, that's a, that is a, a lesser form of morality. If you believe you're being watched the whole time and you do good things because a magic man in the sky is watching you and he'll reward you forever if you do the right thing, or you're doing the good thing because you don't want to go to hell, but you're, the, the point is, you're being watched. You're being you're being supervised the whole time. But as, but is it, not, but would it not, not? Yeah, but hang on, Tom. I'm, but, but let me let me let me give you the counter argument to that. Okay, from the day we're born, we're watched. We're watched by our parents to make sure our, we do the right things because parents. we're humans and we're not fallible. We make mistakes. We're not infallible. Sorry. So but in other words, so the the, no, hang on. The whole idea is. When you live your life according to Christianity, yes, you believe you're being watched, but you're being watched to make sure you play by the rules, and the rules are you be a good person. Yes. You know what but I mean? There's not no that, harm in that, that, is mean, there? Doesn't, doesn't that mean that our brains, 100 billion neurons inside our brain that give us our consciousness, that give us our ability to think, that give us our ability to reason, is pointless? I, I'm a moral person. I make moral decisions all the time. I always try and leave every situation a little bit better than I find it, and I will never set out to wrong or hurt or harm, harm anybody, but I can do it for totally secular reasons. I don't feel, I don't feel, I don't need to be threatened with eternal damnation or eternal reward for doing the right or wrong thing. Okay. I don't need it. I don't okay, need, well, well, I don't well, well hang on, James, is that a fair point? That you're being, ah, the yes, reason I you're mean, a good person is you're being watched. I'm not going to convince anyone, I'll try to convince anyone else now. It's up to everyone to make up their own mind. But as I say, for me personally, it's been a wonderful gift. It's been a win-win situation for me. It's been, uh, I can't say that I, I, I'm very glad I got it. And people of, people of my age, uh, like friends of mine and maybe even younger, even people of your age who have the faith, all of them say the same thing. They're not, they never say, oh my God, I wish I never heard of that religion. I wish I never heard about God. They're all delighted now that they, they, they have had it in their lives. And it's, been a, it's enhanced their lives. It's been a great comfort to them, particularly when people pass on. And all the people I've loved now and, and, and my family are nearly all gone now. And it's a great source of comfort that I can still connect with them with prayer. That's a huge, huge comfort to me now. Mm. I, I, but here's, I mean, here's, another, here's another 
But go, go ahead, if Tom. he was born in Afghanistan, he'd be praying to a completely different God. If he was born in India, he'd be a Hindu. If he was born in Thailand, he'd probably be a Buddhist. If he was born in the United States, he'd be one of 44,000 denominations of Protestants. I mean, these guys can't agree on absolute. They can agree on nothing. There's 44,000 denominations of Protestants in America. Um, well, he's Baptists, a Roman Catholic. Yeah. He's a, a yeah. He's a Roman Catholic because he culturally he was born in the Republic of Ireland, probably somewhere in, around the 1945 or 50. He had no choice. He was always going to be a Catholic. He was always going to be fed that story. It's it's. It, it's cultural and it's also historical. If he was born born when the Greeks were in charge, he'd be praying to Zeus or Apollo or Poseidon. If he was a, if he was around during the Roman Empire, he'd be praying to Venus or Mercury or Mars. If he was born when the the the, the what do you call the Vikings were in charge, he'd be praying to the Norse gods, Thor or Odin. I mean, all these god beliefs are. Well, I'm a bit of a fan of Thor myself, in fairness. I do like the movies. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Jay, James. Oh, well, hang on, hang on, Tom. Hang on, Tom. Never respond to that. James, there's a lot of sense in that. You know, I mean, do, do you ever square that off in your mind that the only reason you're a Catholic or a Christian is because of the geographical location of your birth? I mean, no matter, like, it, that kind of then says to you, well, that doesn't make any sense then, does it? Because I believe in a particular God only because of where I'm born. There are Catholics now here in Ireland. There are Catholics all over South America, from Venezuela to Brazil to Peru to Ecuador. There's Catholics all over the United States. Mm-hmm. There's Catholics in Estonia, Latvia. Yeah, but primarily uh, Ireland is a Catholic country, but primarily Saudi Arabia is a Muslim. So, what are Afghanistan? I mean, that's the point that he's making. But James, here's the thing, right? Do you read the Bible? Oh, yes, on and off now. I okay. wouldn't be an expert but do, do, by any means. Do you believe but, us? Uh, do, do you believe like all of us? In and out of it now, I go in and out of it. Mm. But as I said, the only thing that depresses me today now, mm. really depresses me, is the young falling away from it. And I can see it here in Ireland, the effect that's having on them. A lot of young people now are trying to access psychotherapists. I was reading the other day, children of 9 and 10, which is sad and shocking, 9 and 10 years old, are self-harming now. They're suffering from anxiety from panic attacks because of this awful world that we now live in and they have nothing to turn to now. It's, uh, you know, and they're being bombarded with information on, on their phones and the internet. Very glad to hear last night actually on your programme that the, some schools now are going to ban the yeah. phones in, in primary school. Well, it's the parents who have come together and decided to yes, do that, which yes. is a great experiment, by the way. But, but when, I, when I, you're an intelligent man, James, and I've spoken to you many times, and I have great admiration for you, right, as, as a man. But it, it does puzzle me that such an intelligent man will read the Bible and believe the stories in the Bible. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're nice stories. They have nice, most of them have nice morals to them. And it's, it is all about the morals of the story, I mean, realistically. But, but I'm assuming you don't believe, you know, that one man and his family built a massive boat, probably well, the size of are, Ireland. I mean, do you, you don't... parables, be- you must interpret them your own way now. But what I was very pleased to read some time ago, I was reading a book about uh, great lives and great deeds. So there were a whole combination of great people in, in the past that made great, uh, you know, impressions on the world. And one of them was Einstein. Mm. Of course, the father of science, I suppose, now. Yeah. And I was very glad to see that he also believed in a possibility of an afterlife. Yeah, but, but, James, that's, people quote that all the time, and it's a really unfair thing to do because 
99.999% of the population believed in God at that time. Otherwise, you were a heretic. So most people believed in God at that time because there were a lot of things. And throughout time, the belief in God was strong because we looked up at the sky, you know, man, when he first stepped out of the caves, looked up at the sky and saw the sun and the moon, didn't know how that got there, watched the crops grow in the field, didn't know how that got there, no explanation for it. There was no science in those days, apart from a few people that were maybe a little bit cleverer than others. They didn't know how things worked. They didn't understand how fire began and how it kept them warm and why it kept them warm, why they got sick and why they got better again. They didn't understand. So they attributed things they didn't understand to God. Niall, I was alive when Einstein was alive now. Well, I know. He died in 1955. Absolutely, but what I'm saying Very is... Very much the modern world now. Yeah, but... No, well, it wasn't the modern world, realistically, because if you go back 50 years ago in this country, nearly everybody believed in God. Yes, but this is a man who, you know... Look how far <laughs> the world has advanced in the last a, 50 years. This is a man with a giant intellect, Niall. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. But, but, but the point is, he lived in a time where nearly everybody believed in a religion. Not so much now. Not so much in nineteen fifties. They were being <laughs> they were questioning. You were talking about hundreds of years ago, yes, but not nineteen fifties now. Right. You had philosophers. You had philosophers uh, questioning uh, the presence of the Lord. There was plenty of people to oppose him now. Um, so, how many uh, people in Ireland didn't believe in God in the nineteen fifties? Sure, our oh, own our own constitution had to be sent off to Pope Pius to be signed off before that. But there was a lot of countries where not didn't believe in God in nineteen fifties. Now England wouldn't have been a. We're talking a about Ireland. God, yeah, our next door neighbour wouldn't have been a God fearing country now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, okay, well, well stay I, there, stay there, stay there for a second. Because I want to bring Tony in. Tony, how you doing? You're in Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How you doing, now? How you doing, Tony? Are you surprised to see that so many people are kind of disappearing from the faith? Um, not really. No, uh, I'm an atheist, so I don't believe in God. But I am respectful mm. of people who do. Yep. Like, um, I think you have to be. If, if I see a hearse go past me, say, I'll bless myself. Yeah. So, you know, out of respect. Yeah, it's a traditional thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, these... Uh, how can I explain it? Um, these, you know, but like the born-again Christians and, and the... Um, the people that are avid about Jesus and he's going to rise again and what have you. Now, I do believe there was a good man back in the day. Yep. That's done a lot of good. And he did do a lot of good, obviously, because he's talked about. Probably. And he's written about. But he's dead. Hmm. Well, he's I, well, well I mean, there, there has been questions raised, and I, and I don't want to disappoint people, or, or be it James or anybody else, but there has been questions raised about the existence of Jesus uh, because, of course, the story of Jesus has been told many times before Jesus existed. Yeah. I mean, there were many gods. If Even the, the Krishna god, by the way, was born on the 25th of December, had 12 apostles, died, came back three days later. That story yeah. w- was a pagan story. It's a really old story, and it was used every single time. So if this person existed, most likely... All of that stuff about being born on Christmas Day. Actually, historians believe that if he did exist, he may have been born closer to the summer. But anyway, that's beside the point. But there were 17, yeah, his, I, 17 historians I, in that part of the Middle East at the time, and none of them make reference to a person called Jesus. No, but see, I'm not educated on religion as such. Mm. I, I was actually christened Church of England. Obviously, I come from England. Uh, I was christened Church of England. My parents never practised 
any kind of religion, nor did I. I never went to church. Um, I, you know, they, they read the Bible and they say, you know, God built the world in six days, built the world in six days and rested on the seventh. Well, everyone needs a rest in fairness. <laughs> He was Irish, he'd probably stop for a cup of tea and a biscuit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But James, can, sorry, James. No, but, well, but hang listen, on, but, well, hang on. Just let me go back to James just for a second. Know, on that, on that their own, and yeah. I do respect every religion. Absolutely. Uh, well, I respect, you know, I well, I don't have to respect the religion, but I respect the people who believe in it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, of course. Each to their own is what I say. Yeah. But when, when you, you get these born again Christians and these avid you know, Catholics and what have you, and they preach to you in the street and cross, go away. You know, go and, go and believe what you want to believe. But don't preach to me about it. And sorry, James, can I, can I just ask you a question in relation to the historical aspect of the whole thing? Uh, and I, I, I kind of went down a rabbit hole, James, going back a few years ago, looking into the whole thing in relation to Jesus. And I'm, as I mentioned to you, I think there were 17 historians in that area of the Middle East at the time, and none of them make reference to a person called Jesus. That doesn't mean he didn't exist, by the way. But they, they made reference to, there was lots of prophets at the time, or people who stood up on hills preaching and were clever people. You know, and it's a possibility that Jesus did exist, and he was a clever man, and that's why he was written about by individuals. But, I mean, there is question marks around it, James. Does, does that ever, do you ever ponder over that, that the story of Jesus and the basic elements of that story, born of a virgin birth, uh, died, came back three days later, was born the 25th of December. That story has been used time and time again, long before Jesus came along. So d- does that ever play in your mind, that, that part of the story? Uh, when, when you're talking about Jesus, some historians would have uh, would say, now, why wouldn't the man, a prophet, be around in those days, mm. preaching? And, of course, crucifixion was very common thing it in was. those days now. Very common, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Very common, crucifixion. So uh, the possibility of a man called Jesus preaching, you know, as he was, uh, good things and love thy neighbour and all that, uh, that was not beyond... The, the, the problem people have would, would be with the resurrection now. Not so much as if a man ex- uh, like Jesus existed, because there was prophets in those days, and people did get crucified if they, if they, if they crossed the wrong people or if they displeased the emperor. So, well, if we if we were to believe in the resurrection, and, and again, as I said to you, there were other gods, uh, many of them actually before that, pagan gods who also had the three day resurrection. But let's let's just say, for argument's sake, forget about them before, and let's say that story was real, right? Uh, for the purpose of the of the conversation, is it not possible that maybe you know somebody they thought was dead or was in a coma? come back to life three days later, and then for two thousand years, the story just gets exaggerated. Is that not a po- just a possibility? Well, uh, even though I'm pretty old now, I wasn't around <laughs> quite that back then. <laughs> so I thought... <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm just saying, the story... I mean, I mean the, story, the story is a little bit, you know, it's vague because we have this person who's born and then we hear nothing about them until they're a middle-aged man. It's, yes, it's a very yes. vague story, isn't it? Yes, of course. This is a long time ago now, and uh, as I said, I wasn't there, so I just have to take the word. You weren't? You mean you weren't there, James? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, if I died, I'd like to come back three days later. Yeah. I'd like to wait a week, actually. I could do it a week off. I could, yeah. Yeah. As, long, as long as I died on the Thursday, I wouldn't have to go to work on the Friday. I wouldn't have a long weekend. Say <laughs> there, let me, let me bring on John. Oh, I don't believe it. Is this John? Oh, God. John, Hi. 
Hello, John. Hello, how are you doing? Oh no, it's not Hello, the same. It's a, it's, a, it's a different John. Okay, sorry. I thought you were. I thought you were angry, Christian John. You're not. Uh, John, how are you doing? You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. John, you believe in God? I do. Yeah. Okay. And and what makes you believe in God? If you're trying to convince somebody else who didn't believe in God to believe in God, what would you say to them? Well, I just I can only go on my own story, and uh, my own story is that I was born into a Catholic family and brought up in the Catholic Church, and. When I would go to Mass on a Sunday, I would hear all this nice talk or whatever, but mm-hmm. when I went home to my ho- home house, it was chaos, and there was no love, and there was no peace, and it was fighting and arguing. And so for me, I, obviously I had to keep going because we were forced to go and all this stuff. But, yeah, um, I remember that. Then, then I fell into addiction and gambling, drugs, drink, and uh, so I... By the time I got to 28, I was I had to go into a treatment centre and I got recovery. And uh, in 2014, I was invited along to a Christian church, and uh, I didn't really want to go because I was thinking this is the same old stuff again. But um, mm-hmm. it wasn't. People were genuine. People yeah. people hugged me. And people give me. People would lift me at my house. I wasn't living near the church, and they would take me and. They were just genuine. After the first six months, I was like, "This is this is." They're only doing this till they get me in, and then they're going to change. But it never really did change, and, and I've been going there ever since. Wow! And I believe I believe that um, my life has transformed in the last since 2014 to now. So that's nine years, and uh, I know that a lot of people hate God and all the rest. And well, I don't think people hate God. I, I mean, I, I I I don't believe in God, but I don't hate your God. Yeah. But I'm just saying a lot of people are angry and they've every right to be angry with what happened in the Catholic Church. With the but that's the church. That, that's that's not God. That's that's the organization of the Catholic Church. You know, so that's not really... Yeah. They have no right to be angry yeah. with God. Well, a lot of people are blaming God for that. But mm. at the end of the day, God gave us all free will. Mm. And these priests chose, chose to do it themselves. They weren't... It, was, it wasn't God's fault that they done it. No. Well, if there is if there is a God, no, it wasn't his fault, I'm assuming, although they say he's in control of everything. Yeah, well, I can only go from my own experience now. I've had a, I've had a, I've had a great experience, and I've, um, like, I've come through a lot in my own life, and I believe that God but, has been with me all through it. And, and you know what? If that helped you, John, I'm happy. You know, and if your belief in God helped you get through the worst time in your life where you have the addictions and everything else, well, then it's a good thing. But that doesn't necessarily prove that God exists. It just means that at that time in your life, that faith or belief that you had in a God helped you. And that's a good thing, by the way. I don't want to take that away from you. But that still doesn't, yeah, that's, well, not, that's not proof it exists. Well, Niall, at the end of the day, nothing's going to prove it exists if somebody doesn't want to, doesn't want to believe. Mm. You know, so it's, but it takes a lot, doesn't it? It takes a lot to believe in something that you have no evidence for whatsoever. It does take a lot to, to, you know, to believe in something like that because you're relying purely on faith. Well, that's what everybody done. Like Abraham in the Bible was had to take his son up to be to be chopped up, mm. and he had to have faith to believe that he paid, he went by faith and put his son up to be the only son he had. He waited ninety years to have him, and it takes faith. Like, well, none of us will know until we until it comes to the end. And if you're right, then. 
you'll, you'll know that. And if I'm right, I'll know that. So there's no point in having arguments about it. I don't, I'm not, I don't argue with anybody. I'm just debated, that's all. I just think the debate is yeah. interesting. <laughs> but now nobody will, will know till they get to the end. And then you can never come back and tell us anyway. So we'll never, <laughs> no. so we'll never know for sure. You know but, what I mean? But I can see, I can see, like you know, I can see, like people say, "Oh, mass for thirty minutes on a Sunday is enough to have a relationship with God." But that's not a relationship with anybody. Now, if you if you had that relationship with your family thirty minutes a week, would you call that a relationship? No, it's a full time job having a relationship with God. I imagine. Yes, a relationship that I would have would be reading the Bible and. And do you be, and do you believe? Let me ask you the same question I asked James. Do you believe the Bible literally? I take it. I take it at face cover. Yeah, I believe that uh, that Jesus rose from the grave, and I believe mm. I talk. I talk to Jesus every day, and I've seen people heal from different ailments. Even in the last week, those people I prayed. Yeah, sorry, Tony. You want to say something to John? There, go ahead, Tony. Sorry. Yeah. Um, now, as I said earlier, you know, I, I don't believe in God, um, but, but that's my my own. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know that that man just said, you know, he had a he had a bad life, and he found God and it helped him. And as I said, you know, each to their own. If that helps that man, then fair enough. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't. I'd never knock a religion. And yeah. that's helped that man. He, he said he had addictions and everything else, and you know, people helped him and he believed in God, mm. and that's fair enough. Yeah. And good luck to you, and well done. Yeah, no, absolutely. But but here's the thing. When you say, John, that you believe, and I'm going to go back to what I talked to James about earlier on, that you believe the Bible literally, yeah. or you believe what's written in the Bible as the Word of God. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of stuff in the Bible that it would take some amount of faith to believe. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's far-fetched. I understand what you're saying, yeah, but for, like, to be honest, Niall, I don't know if you've ever heard of the word, but it's called being born again of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's when people start to understand the Bible. For a man, for a worldly person to look at the Bible, it looks like chaos. Well, it's like some supernatural okay. film. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, what I'm, my, I, know yeah. it's, I know it's a different time. I, I get that. And you have to contextualize everything. But some of the stories are so far-fetched and so unbelievable that, you know, the, the best fantasy film wouldn't be able to duplicate them. So what I'm saying to you is, it takes a lot of faith to believe something like that really happened. I'm not saying things didn't happen. Like, and I, and I go back to the story again of Noah and the Ark, for example. I'm not saying that some man and his family didn't save animals during a flood. And I'm sure there were floods, by the way. Uh, there were a lot of floods because we've had ice ages. We've had all sorts of climate changes and disasters over the last God knows how many million years in this in this world. But the, the point that, you know, a man and his family, small family, would build an ark big enough for 1.2 million land-faring animals is so far-fetched and so removed from reality. It would take a lot of faith to believe something like that. Because there were Bronze Age tools they were using. They would have had to cut down a whole forest to build an ark that size, and they'd be still building it today if they tried. So it, it does take a lot. For an intelligent man, John, and I'm assuming you're an intelligent man because you sound like one, you, to, to believe a story like that. You know, I, I literally, I'm sure a story happened that may have been exaggerated throughout the years, but do you believe that story? I do, I do believe that story, um, but it's not because of, if I was looking at that... That's fair enough, let him well, no, no, hang on, hang on, Tony, let him finish, please, let him respond. Go ahead, John. Like, 
at the end of uh, if I was looking at that story as a book and reading a book, I would be saying that's very far fetched. But when when you when you become a born again Christian, you become born again. This is hard for people to understand that don't know anything about Christianity. But you get you get a new spirit put inside you, and you you, you get a water baptism. I know that's not for everybody, but I'm just saying what happened to me. And that makes that helps you to understand more about what the Bible is about. Yeah, sorry, Tony, you want to say something, John? Yeah, but that helped you. That story, um, reading the Bible, because of what you went through, that helped you, didn't it? Of course it did. Yes, I was it did. Yes, and fair play to you. And that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm not religious in the slightest, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disrespect anyone's religion or what they believe in. Now, if that story, reading the Bible, and that story helped you, then fair play to you, and well done, is what I'm saying. You know, I don't believe it myself, but if that helped you, then that's what I'm saying about each to their own. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, guys, I have to go to a break. John, it's been lovely talking to you, by the way, John. And by the way, what's the story now, John? I'm assuming you're off the alcohol or and you've, you've got a good life going now. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Neil. I'm 16 years free now from alcohol gambling and uh, alcohol gambling and drugs, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I've I'm a hold down a job. I'm looking after two autistic people, Wonderful. and I do that from, from Monday to Friday, and I'm very into sports and gym and that, and yeah, just a, I'm, a new, I'm a new creation and I'm a new person. Good. Well, I, I, I'm glad, and you sound like a good man. Listen, thank you very much indeed, John. Thanks for coming on the air. Appreciate it. All right, Neil. Bye. Okay, keep texting, keep what's happening. The number is 87 The census, well, they released some statistics today from the national census that you filled out last year. And one of those statistics, which kind of caught my eye uh, for obvious reasons, is the belief in God. Well, well, not the belief in God. Religion. Religion is down substantially. Uh, more so than anything else, actually. And and by the way, there was, a, there was a survey done back, I think, in 2012. Now, it could have been a knock-on from all the reports that have been out about the Catholic Church at the time of the abuse. But Ireland... Um, had the highest drop across the world in a belief in any religion. Um, there was a drop of like 50% at one stage across the world. Uh, it's no surprise, by the way, the southern states of America had the highest increase in religion because it was a worldwide survey. But this particular one is only about Ireland. This is the census. And there's been a drop. The average age of the population is 38.8. And the proportion of people identifying as Catholic has dropped from 79% to 69%. Now, some of that as well could also be due to the influx of people into Ireland because, of course, Islam would have gone up uh, because obviously the percentage of population believing in the, uh, the Catholicism would have gone down in comparison to Islam because that's now rising uh, because you have people coming into the country from other countries who have other beliefs, Hinduism or whatever it happens to be. And um, the numbers of Jewish people have actually gone down in Ireland, I believe. Uh, there was at one point about five or 6,000 Jewish people in Ireland. I think there's only about 2,000 now. It's actually really low. I didn't realise it was so low. You're listening to Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. With Recruit.ie. Download our job search app today. Search for Recruit.ie in your smartphone app store. Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Niall, I think you're being extremely disrespectful, according to one texter here, questioning the belief in Jesus Christ, the one true saviour. Well, he might be your saviour, and you might believe that, and that's fine, but not everybody believes that. Clearly some percentage of the population don't believe as a saviour. Uh, somebody else says, Niall, why do you think the existence of God has been denied by so many people over the last 30 years? I, well, I think a lot of that's to do with the fact that people's... In, I'm not suggesting if you believe in God, you're not intelligent, by the way. That's not what I'm going to try and say. 
But I think people's intelligence level and the access to information, where we didn't have that access, reduces the belief in God. Because when you don't understand something and you can't explain something, it's easy then just to tr attribute it to something or some sort of power or superpower or whatever it happens to be. But when you do understand it and you do have a you know an understanding of how this thing happened or what it is or where this thing's existence, well, then you don't have to attribute it to anything. But let me go to Sarah Jane. Sarah, you're on Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm doing grand. How are you, Niall? Good. I've got two and a half minutes. Do you believe in God? Who is God? Like, tell me who God is. I have no idea. Yeah, well, there you go. Do I believe in God? I think years ago, like, we all had the fear of God because I don't know. Well, you were told you were going to go to hell if you were bold. Yeah. Yeah, it's obviously like your hand will stick up in the grave if you tell a lie. Give me a look at your tongue, it's black, that's it. You know? <laughs> I remember I, that. You know, <laughs> Also, why would I use the name if I told a lie or if I emotionally, I always had a bad habit of picking up fruit and vegetables and just walking away. And she used to always say, hey, my hand is going to stick up the grave when I die. <laughs> Your hand will me. stick out of the grave when you die. <laughs> yeah. I swear right. to God, like. Yeah. Right? And then not only this, and I'm not going to be rude saying this, right? We're all adults and it's night time, right? I remember standing in the kitchen when I was around 14 years of age and I was in the height of pain, right? And I was at the getting period, right? Yeah. And she said, well, you go on in there and say a little prayer to the Blessed Virgin Mary, right? Right. And I hadn't got a clue even how to say the prayer, right? But I hadn't got a clue what she meant by it. So when I was 27 years of age, I started laughing and I said, man, I just have to say this to you. Do you not remember saying that to me? And she started saying, oh, it's a gift for a woman, like, to get her <laughs> month. I don't, I, I don't think most women would agree with you on that, but go on, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 because I definitely don't agree with it. It's not a gift to me. <laughs> it's a gift. It's sadness, though. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell, there you go. In other words, it's me. And I actually don't believe that, if whatever, for whichever way you want to put it, like, Mary didn't have sex to have a baby. Yes. She but was... do I believe in a God? You had a man on thing speaking there about his alcoholism and his addiction, right? Yeah. Drink, drugs, and men I relied on for years through my addiction, right? And I can understand when I started into an AA program, you say the Serenity Prayer and the Our Father, right? So I started getting some belief in a higher power that I chose to call God, right? So that was something outside myself, rather. A drink, a drug, a man, a psychiatrist or a doctor that can get me well and make me clean, drug-free, total absence of alcoholism and yeah. drugs, right? So everything was gone grand, totally believed in that, right? My mother died at 59 years of age, right? And I said to myself, what loving God would let something like that happen to my mother? Because my mother was an angel. I know, you know I, I, think, I, I think people question that. When you see good people dying young and you see evil people living for long yeah. lives, you often wonder what sort of God would, would create that. Yeah, but now, not only that as well, human growth. You realise what's good and what's bad in life. You know what I mean? If you do the right things for the right reasons, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to feel right. Mm. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a God or a higher power that's giving you that lift and that spirit. You're actually doing that yourself. And yet, I've got cliche as well about religion and spirituality. I went through all of that myself. You know what I mean? And do you, so believe, like, do you believe in any of it? Do you believe in any type of higher power whatsoever? Right at the very 
present time. Yeah. Oh. No. Okay. No. Fair enough. Yeah, I can't honestly think. I think when you die, that's it. You're going to the world. And I think hell is on earth, and so is heaven. So the way I look at it is, you make the best of life, you live happy, do what you want, yeah. stay safe and don't talk to anybody else and be kind to yourself. And if you're mean and ugly to people, you're living in hell on earth. That's the bottom line. Well, I have to say, that's not a bad mantra to live by, Sarah. Listen, I've run out of time. That's not a bad mantra to live by. While you're here, enjoy it and be good and be kind. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh,